this this is a scary situation. Yes, guys, welcome back. It's playoff time and Open Courts Court Cases podcast is back for another episode. I'm Len Worley and I'm here with Eli. Eli, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Feels good to be back. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, everybody's hype. We're all excited. Um, you probably are as well. Planes were successful again. Uh, I think it's it's great that they're, you know, adapted it for the long run and for the foreseeable future. It's just these do or die games are so much fun to watch. So what do you think? I agree. I mean, I'm happy. I think it's something that's smart and it's a good move for the NBA. But ultimately, if you're like an eight seed and you're missing out just like these two teams with the Clippers mm -hmm. and because of Paul George injury yeah. and because of the Cavs who had Jared Allen injured for a while, it just it, it kind of sucks a bit. But all in all, I think it's all competitive nature. I think if they lose, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So it's true. I think they should adapt one change that, you know, if, if there's too many games between like an eight or ninth seed or whatever, you know, if there's too many games between them. So if it's close, I play, play, have, have the planes. If it's too, you know, for example, I think 2009, um, the eighth seed and the ninth seed were like eight or nine or 10 games apart. So if that happens, there should, there should not be any planes in my opinion. But if it's like that, no worries. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Pelicans, I think, were seven or eight games under the Clippers, yeah, and they won exactly. just because Paul George had COVID. So that's tough luck, fortunate. you know? Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. But it is what it is. Um, the Pelicans are in, the Clippers are out, and that's what we're about to talk now, um, the playoff picture. You know, we've we've both filled out our brackets all the way to the finals, to the very end. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know what Eli picked or who Eli picked in the in the specific rounds. He doesn't know who I picked, so it'll be a surprise for both of us. As we'll take you along the way, you know, and then have a look through our brackets and discuss who might be right, who might be wrong. Maybe we'll we'll agree on most of them, but I think uh, there's a lot of room for surprises this year because it's a very intense and tight season, and you know, a lot of runs in both directions for a lot of teams. Um, so I think it's a lot of excitement. You probably are hyped as well, right? Exciting times, guys. Exciting times. I mean, I'm a Raptors fan, and to everyone being, you know, the coming up to me last season saying, you know, your Raptors suck now. Kawhi <laughs> left, and Siakam only has one move. He has a spin move, and to just be able to make the playoffs and be really good this season, you know, it's always nice watching basketball when your team's in it. So I can't complain at all. I'm happy. Yeah. In retrospect, it's a shame that um, Spicy P was not nominated for the All Star game, right? He's he's having had he's had an incredible season, almost probably his best season yet um, as the leader of the team. He's he's been incredible, and I think he should be. That's a bold take, and nothing we're gonna talk about now. But I think he should make the All NBA third team over LeBron James. Lenny, I don't know. I don't know what it is today. I'm really liking your shirt today. I mean, I love these calls. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for real though, uh, he's he's flying under the radar. A lot of people are kind of like not putting enough spotlight on him. He deserves so. Maybe he can show him and prove him wrong in the playoffs. You know. So that's what we're going to talk about first. Um, let's start in the East. I always uh, start with the first seed, Heat. Versus the eight seed Atlanta Hawks after two successful playing games, they managed to make the postseason. 
um, to reach the postseason and successfully so, and probably out deservingly as well. Um, both teams quite well played by the Hawks. Um, who do you have in that series, and and with um, what? How many games? This one was just a bit tough for me, just because I, I mean, we all know who's going to win this one. We know it's going to be the Heat, but I was debating whether it's going to be in five or six, just because I know that Trae Young is going to steal them at least one game, and they're going to have a supporting cast member who will also steal them at least one game. But I decided on the Heat in five. I mean, do you want me to just go in depth and then you give your opinion, or uh, I can give my opinion and then we go in depth in depth together. Sounds good. Um, so, sounds good. I so, went yeah, the I other way. I got him in six. Heat, heat of oh, the Hawks okay. in six. Um, no, not not the other way as you might think. No worries. Yeah, I don't think I the was... Hawks are gonna upset them. Um, I I thought about maybe even seven games, but um, therefore they definitely need a healthy Clint Capella, and uh, it certainly does not look like he'll be back for at least a couple of games. Um, judging by the injury he suffered last night in the playing game, it looked quite tough, and um. Yeah, so I, I went with um six. I think that he'd beat the will beat the Hawks. Uh yeah, now you can you can go a bit in depth if you want to. Right. I mean I'm kind of on the same wave wavelength there where like, for example, if it was the Cavs going in, I, I actually think it might have even been a sweep. So I'm actually more happy that the Hawks got in just because I feel like it's more entertaining basketball, for example, because you look at guys like Trey Young and I don't really have to explain it to you guys. You guys watch basketball. This guy's just a machine. When it comes to the playoffs, he's just saucy. He has the moves. He can shoot. He's really in the playoffs so far. He's a top three, top five point guard in the league, legitimately. Like he is just so nasty at getting into the hole and and, pen, and penetrating the net and always scoring and just making the good pass, making the good shot. I mean, with that said, Hawks, uh, Hawks, Heat defense is elite the heat defense is elite you have lowry who is a swiss army knife who can defend who can shoot who can rebound who can score who can play make he is someone who is just so underrated and i will tell you as a raptors fan this guy is the ideal point guard ideal point guard for someone who's looking to win a championship so you have him yeah i mean You, you talk for, out of experience here, you know. Uh, I mean, Lowry being a raptor. I mean, yeah, you have. Hey, anyways, I'm not. You're glitching out in and out. I don't know. I don't know if if it's on the audio as well. I just need to say, you, I, I I only hear like a third of what you're saying because Canadian internet, uh, unfortunately, is not as good as European. Oh, I see. I see how it is. Yeah, I see how it is. Um, but yeah, so just just all in all, I mean. They just the, the Heat are just too strong defensively. They have too much too much of a good bench. They have too much firepower. I don't think the Heat are necessarily missing at anything. Like they have spacing, mm -hmm. rebounding, shot shot creation, playmaking, scoring, defense. Like they have everything. And the Hawks, as yeah. much as they're a good team, I just don't see them being able to match up with the Heat. Fully agree. Um, I think the only thing the Heat are truly lacking is a real superstar. Um, but um, they don't need one if they got a couple of good star players. Um, and a great symbiosis in the team. They have shooting, as you said, they have great defense, they have leadership, and they got their self-proclaimed heat culture. We're perfect. I think Trey Young would perfectly fit that culture. You know, if you ever change or switch teams, Miami would probably be the place to go for him. I, sure. I, I love Trey, and I think he's going to steal at least one game, maybe two, because um, 
You saw it last night as well. He's kind of like a self-proclaimed villain, and he loves that role. We saw it, we saw it last year in, in New York in that first-round matchup that was for the ages epic, you know, his battles against the New York crowd at the Garden. Um, and he started off quite funnily uh, provoking the Cleveland crowd all night last night as well, waving goodbye and, you know, where the fuck is the noise now claims after after a dagger. Um His butt shaking after that uh, logo three, you know he's he's he likes to to adapt that role, and I think he's perfectly in, perfect in that in that villain role, you know, because uh, <laughs> I can see how if you're a fan of that respective team that he goes on your nerves quite quickly, even right now because he's he's back on you know he's on on the A game right now. He's he's had a great season at least offensively, an incredible season, and I think uh, he'll steal at least one game. But as you mentioned, all the benefits. Um, the the Heat have going on are they're too good, um, they're the one seed for a reason, and that's why I do believe they'll gonna beat the Hawks fair and square. And I'll just I'll just add one more thing to that is that the Hawks I think it's a bit unfortunate for them that they're playing the Heat because if they were playing almost any other team in the East I think they could be a legitimate upset um, story and team in the playoffs. I just think that the Heat. The Heat and Hawks actually match up pretty well if you look at it on paper and you mm -hmm. look at people's roles and the spacing and all that. But ultimately, the Heat have too much firepower. They so do. that's what it comes down to. All right, next next matchup, uh, something that you probably would not have expected in the first round. The Boston Celtics against the New... No, not New Orleans, uh, not New Jersey. I wanted to say New Jersey Nets. That's, that's, it's long, long gone. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> um I haven't. I mean, I don't know if you if you could say upset if you go with the Nets, even though they're the seventh seed. It's it kind of feels wrong to say call it an upset, but it is an upset if the seventh seed beats the second seed. Um, I have a seven game series, and I had a hard time in my head, you know, who, who I'm going to pick in that series because I like the Celtics. I've always uh, liked the Boston Celtics, um, but I think eventually Kyrie and KD are too much. And with um, Ben Simmons' comeback looming around Game Three, Game Four, uh, I think it's it's gonna be a close one. But I think the Nets are gonna take it specifically or mainly due to Time Lord's injury, and um, that's that's the missing piece, you know, in that series, in my opinion. This one I was chawing at back and forth and back and forth, and I'm like, there's no. There's just it, it's so tough. There's no necessarily loser in this because I was telling people I was like the Celtics could fully make the finals, just like the Nets could fully make the finals, and yeah. it's such a shame that it's in the first round. Well, I mean for us fans it's amazing, but for those teams it's a bit unfortunate because you obviously have higher hopes in the first round. I mean, what Udoka has done this season with the Celtics has just been phenomenal. I mean, ever since I believe the All Star break, I think they were first in defensive rating, like third in offensive rating, and just. Tatum's playing on an MVP le level every single night. And even when him and Jalen, for example, aren't playing, their bench guys just come out of nowhere and are just playing really well, even if they're not staple names. So it was really tough for me. But ultimately, I had to give it to the Nets. I just had to give it to the Nets. I can't I can't count the Nets out, especially with Ky KD. And Kyrie has been on just a, mm -hmm. a tear and on a... I, I, I don't know if it has to do with his vaccination status, wanting to prove people wrong, whatever, whatever it is. He's been on a tear. He's just been... Unreal, and the biggest problem for the Celtics is that they're losing a guy in Robert Williams, who was such a defensive anchor for them. And even if you look at the Nets, and who've had Simmons, who hasn't played all season, whether it was with the Sixers or with Brooklyn, 
you know, they're just, they don't need him to score. All they need him to do is to just lock up defensively. And, and he's one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. So Plus one of the best defending, uh, rebounding guards and passing as well, you know. 100%. So he doesn't need to score one bit. He could fairly average zero points and still be a, a factor in that series, you know. 100%. That's why for me it's like even if he's he doesn't have as much chemistry with his Nets teammates, I still think that his role will allow him to succeed And I think that that is too much for any opposing team, whether you want to call this an upset, like you said, or not. I, I got to go. How, I many, gotta, how many games? Seven. That's yeah. seven. So so that's we agree on that, even yeah. though, it, it, I don't know, maybe there's like some some uh, quick healing in in uh, in Time Lords, you know, recovery. And if he, he'll be back for game one, two or three or whatever, With Williams, I can see the Celtics beat the Nets as well. But you mentioned it; it's 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 a shame that it's a first round series because it could easily be the the Eastern Finals, you know. Right, and it's very fifty fifty. Like I could see the Celtics winning and be like, "Yeah, yeah. that makes sense," and vice That's versa. The closest one for me as well. One hundred percent. Yeah. So um, three versus six bucks balls. The defending champions take on the. Chicago Bulls that looked like uh, the top dog of the East for a while there. And then, uh, yeah, things plummeted down together with um, Lonzo Ball's exit of the two, of the season. Not only, but or not solely because of Lonzo, but also due to the Bulls have been pretty bad as of late and the Bucks have been pretty good as of late. Contrary, um, Giannis, MVP levels type of season. He won't be the MVP because of... Jokic's incredible season, but in in a lot of seasons he would have been the MVP with the way he played. You know, he could also be the defensive player of the year. So it's Giannis is just Giannis. You know, what's what's there to say? He's probably, I mean, he's arguably the best player in the league right now. Maybe KD him go back and forth. I think he but is. you can make the argument for Giannis, in my opinion. He's the defending Finals MVP. He's the defending champion. He's a two-time MVP. He's a defensive player of the year, um, and he's. In his prime, and that's why there won't be any problems for for the Bucks to beat the Bulls. I have them in five. They might win one game at home. You know, Demar is always good for a 40 or 50 point piece. Uh, Zach Levine as well. So um, they'll have one game at home. They'll win the Bulls. But um, other than that, it's it's uh, it's it's over quickly, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree. I mean, I have Bucks in five, but you know what? If you're a Bulls fan, you shouldn't be upset with the way the season's gone i mean the it the bulls are on the rise i mean it's good to see the bulls finally play good basketball after all these years i mean the last time i remember them playing good basketball was with joe kim noah and Derek rose so now it looks like they're building something they have a bit of a culture it's it's a bit unfortunate that lonzo ball is hurt but they have a lot of players that are just really stepping up so it's a bit unfortunate for them that they're facing the bucks but still i think i think it's a good stepping stone for them in the right few in the future but to be fair that, uh I don't think that um, a healthy Lonzo would have uh, pulled them over the edge, you know, against the Bucks. I think with or without Lonzo, they would have lost to the Bucks. Then maybe a game more, you know, a six game maybe. But um, they've had a pretty bad record against the top tier teams, even when fully healthy. Um, so yeah, I don't think there they'll be. I don't think there's any room for an upset here. No, I, I agree with you. If if there is an upset, I would be just completely shocked. And that's not yeah. that's not that's not a testament of how bad the Bulls are. It's a testament of how good the Bucks yeah, are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. And as you said, I think the you, you you're right. I mean, it's the first uh, time for the Bulls in the in the in the playoffs for for quite some time now. Um, 
And yeah, last, um, yeah. I think the last time they made the playoffs, was, was it still like Jimmy Butler era? It was, yeah, it was Jimmy Butler, I believe, yeah. with Dwayne Wade. With Dwayne Wade, I think exactly. And that's been it's been like five years, More, six yeah, years, I think six, six years. years. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. been a long time. Um, and I think you know the team is on the right track. Patrick Williams, who basically missed the entire season and just came back now, he'll be fully healthy next season. They got a couple of good young guys, so uh, I, I see them, uh, yeah, be be more even more successful next year. So Bulls fans, as Eli mentioned, uh, no need to be sad after a first round exit. He'll be back next year. Um, yeah, and and yeah. just to add just to add one more thing to that. I know he's the most unguardable player in the league, but I just don't see anyone on Chicago that can just guard Giannis. True. I mean, Patrick Williams, oh. that's a good thing that he's back for that series because he's a great defensive player. But nah, I mean, there's no match for Giannis anywhere. You know, that's, no one can defend saying. Giannis. And that's that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold, no, no that's true. <laughs> Giannis <laughs> is undefendable. It is. He's, he's, nobody can defend Giannis. I agree. So, yeah, Bucks and five for sure. All right. Now, um, an interesting one. The closest one, maybe four seed against five seed. Well, we have to say it was very close to between the second and fourth seeds in the, in the East because the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Sixers all had the same record. It was a lot of uh, mathematics going on with the tiebreakers because you know there was. It, it, I, I don't have it by heart right now, but it was like uh, something that hasn't happened before ever, um, which was quite fun. Um, but. It is. That's the way it panned out. Sixers are the fourth seed, and they play the Raptors, uh, the five seed, who had a pretty great uh, second half of the season. Um, and I know you're a Raptors fan, so I'm expecting. <laughs> I'm expecting. Uh, I mean, four or five upset is quite the wrong word, but I'm expecting your outcome to be different than mine. Um, I was thinking in my head as well. I have the Sixers pull through four in, in seven games, um, but I think it could go the other way as well. I have the Sixers mainly because of another superstar, you know, in Joel Embiid, who has been having his best year yet. Also an MVP type of season in many years. If if there wasn't Joker, I think Embiid would have won it this year. Um, but yeah, it, it depends a bit on James Harden. Um, we all He's the X factor, you know, because sometimes he plays like, the best player in the league and sometimes he he plays like some scrub you know and yeah. um it is it is all depending on his uh status you know if he's playing well i i can see the sixers pull through in six games if he's playing awful i can see the raptors win easily as well yeah i mean listen i'm not just gonna say this because i'm a raptors fan but this one was really tough for me because the raptors are also i'm not sure if a lot of you guys watch the raptors but they're known to blow uh, big leads or they're known to, you know, kind of choke sometimes when it comes to these types of games. But so is that, Doc Rivers. <laughs> so so does Doc Rivers. So I was drawing back and forth and I came to the conclusion that I think this is going to distance definitely either six or seven for sure. I don't see any team getting swept. So I don't know what Shaq was on on TNT yeah. saying that he thinks the Raptors are going to get swept. I just... Uh, yeah, hey, just just quick quick point. Yeah, uh, Shaq is by far the worst, and and the very. <laughs> no, I love Shaq. He's a great and funny guy, and I think that's because that's why he's there. You know, to to be a, a jokester and all that stuff. But for someone who's who's and that's not even arguably who's definitely a top ten player in NBA history. For someone with that um you know resume and someone who's been that great of a player to have such poor and bad takes all the time. <laughs> Even though he, it's his job. He's the no. He's he's probably the worst. I don't know if he's an analyst, but he's the worst TV basketball guy ever, in my opinion. He's just his takes are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it sucks to say, but anyways, with that being said, Raptors and seven. 
here's my reasoning. Right, cool, okay? cool. Here's my reasoning. The Sixers bench to me is extremely inconsistent. Mm-hmm. One of their most important players in the series, Matisse Thibel, will be missing all the games in Canada because of his vaccination status. So for me, just in the bench aspect, the Raptors have the edge. The Raptors also, in my end, in my end, play a bit less with the star power and more with just as a unit. They play kind of like a sure, sure. They play kind of like a college team, right? So they play like a like a team that's a very good all around team, and they're lacking a superstar. Mm-hmm. Even though even though they have some really good pieces with Scotty Barnes, OG, Gary Trent, Siakam, Van Vliet, you know the team. They're very yeah, well rounded. They're very well-rounded, but the thing that's that's the most important for me is, number one, experience, and number two, defense. The Raptors have elite defense in any single mm-hmm. position, any single position. Whether you have a guard switching on you with Fred Van Vliet or Malachi Flynn, both very good guard defenders. Whether it's OG or Gary Trent, very good on-ball defenders. Whether it's Scotty Barnes or Siakam. Or, anyways, I can go on and on with just their team is extremely deep, and they're playoff-proven. And whatever it is with the culture in Toronto, they always have a very good organization when it comes to that type of stuff, to winning. Nick Nurse is accustomed to that. So I think it's going to be very tough. The only reason why I would give uh, the Sixers the edge, obviously they have Harden and Embiid, is because I feel like the Raptors might not be disciplined enough and they might let them have go to the uh, to the free throw line too much because that's mm-hmm. where Embiid mm-hmm. and Harden score the most of their points. But if, they, if Siakam cannot foul out and be smart, and they don't bring them to the foul line as much. I can even see Raptors in six because I don't like Harden in the playoffs, regardless of what team he's with. I think the biggest challenge will be Embiid, but the help that defense will be there. So with all that, I have Raps in seven. And if it goes Sixers in seven, I wouldn't be surprised as well. Yeah. One one thing you mentioned is the depth, uh, you know, the the equal the equality in the roster, within the roster of the of the Raptors. And um I remember that I I read that the other day for the third time in five years. I think in six years, there have been five Raptors players who've averaged over 15 points per game. And other than that team, only once in history, a team had five players average 15 or more uh, for over a season. We have Pascal with 22.8, Freddie 20.3, Gary Trent 18.3, OG 17.1, and Scotty Barnes with 15.3. And then, you know, if, if, uh, let's say, Precious Achuva and Chris Boucher wouldn't be playing in the times timeshare slot kind of situation one of each might even average 15 plus as well so right. um the depth is there i give you that but i think uh, the depth is also uh, good in um in philly one one thing that could become an x factor here as well especially if we're talking game six maybe is matisse theibel who is who won't be eligible to play you know and he's basically the best on-ball defender for the philadelphia 76ers um, and he, he can def- defend basically one to one through four every position, and he's one of the best defenders in the league, at least one of the best wing defenders on, in the league. And with him not eligible to play, I think that's something that'll gonna hurt the Sixers in the long run. And I think it's something that's sh- that should be spoken about. It. It's not a small thing. It's a huge thing for the Sixers. Where but the T. Stiebel, even at the beginning of the season, I actually had him as a DPOI sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's it's going to be one of those series. You know, it could go either way, and I'm with you. I I just don't see Toronto beating Philly in Philadelphia in a game seven situation. That's why uh, I think the Raptors, if they if they manage to pull through in six, 
I, I, I'm with you. I just don't think they'll, they're going to uh, win Game 7 in Philly. That's why I went the other way. That's fair. That's fair. That, that's why it's so tough. And I can talk is, about man. this. I could talk about this series for hours. I mean, we know that game yeah. one is going on today, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a series for the ages. I think it's gonna be just true. Really, true. really good all around. But anyways, enough about maybe, maybe they'll make Embiid cry again. You know. <laughs> well, Ka- well Ka- Ka- Kawhi's not there. Kawhi's not true. there. So all right, let's take a, let's take a trip to the West Coast, or not? Maybe not the coast, but to the West. Even though New Orleans technically is more East than West, um, let's go <laughs> to the first round series between the Phoenix Suns and the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, for me, there's I'm, I'm not gonna even talk long about this because there's <laughs> no either. not gonna be a surprising story. I, I the Pelicans, you know, the one game courtesy rule, they they'll take one. It, it's gonna be a four one in my opinion, um, and um, yeah, but wow. that that's it. Not You're, much to say. You're a lot nicer than I am. I have Sons and Foe. Where's the Sons and Foe guy? We need to get this guy on a T-shirt, put it <laughs> on the pod. He, he'll be back. Trust me. He'll, he'll be, be back, back for 100%. sure. Yeah. Sons and Sons and Four. I think, I think it's going to be almost every single game is a blowout, and there'll be two relatively close games. One like five points or less, and one one like seven points or something like that. I just don't. I just well, don't see the Pelicans being able yeah. to win a game and, versus and, the Suns. That's basically the same. Uh, it's, it's a mirror image to the Bucks Bowl series because it's not because the Pelicans are so bad. It's because the Suns are so damn good, to be fair. Yeah. Because cool mm-hmm. to the Pelicans, that um, second round, uh, that second half of the season was incredible. That's true. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, you look at the Pelicans, they started the season. One what, and 12, what, man. What in, what in 12. And listen, say what you want about the Pelicans, but. I got to give them credit where credit's due. I mean, good for them for making it. I mean, the plan definitely played in their favor, and they've been doing that a lot, a lot without their best player in Zion. So, to me, to me, it's just it's just crazy that they even got to the playoffs. And it's a good, it's a step in the right direction. But I just can't see them winning a game versus the Suns. Yeah, I mean, it's imagine Zion, a healthy Zion on that team, and we might talk differently, you know. But um, that's not in store. And um, yeah, even with a healthy Sion, that that Suns team is so damn good this season. Um, I have a hard time seeing beat like anybody beat them, but we'll come to that later. Um, second series of the West is the number two Memphis Grizzlies. Surprise, surprise, number two. I mean, that's surprising against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who won their playing game against the Clippers and uh, secured their seventh seed. Fair enough. I don't see an upset here either. Um, the Timberwolves are a nice team. I like him, you know. And is one of my favorite players to to watch because he's 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 a great player and he's funny as hell. But um, Grizzlies, John Moran being healthy again, he'll play. Uh, I have him in six, but um, yeah, more. It's it's. I think rather five than seven, you know. <laughs> so, but I yeah. have him in six. Yeah, I agree. I actually have the same thing. I have Grizzlies in six. The reason being is because I look at the team like the Timberwolves and. They play to me the exact same type of basketball that Memphis play. They're very, they're like grit grinders, you know. They, it sucks that they're in this era. They are probably better suited for like the two thousands era, or like late late two thousands era. But still, I mean, I look at these teams and they just play very similar. I mean, they don't. I mean, yeah, they both have 
really good players, but even the Grizzlies are they're what are they, twenty and two without Ja this season? I mean not they 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 lost I think two or three games at the end um where Jaron Jackson was out too. So it, at one point it was twenty and two and I think they finished twenty and five without him. But still surprisingly good. It's it's still it's still just tremendous and Taylor Jenkins has just been an unbelievable coach and his, yes, sir. His, yes, sir. His, his his system for this for this team is is just crazy and i know that they don't really have a lot of playoff experience or any at all but i still think that this team is special legitimately like this thing this team can give anyone a run for their money mm-hmm. and it's crazy to say this whether job plays or not it's True. it's crazy it's Great crazy and, and and on paper you might not think they're the most deep but you look at them play and you're just like where are all these guys coming from this guy is shooting lights out this guy's shooting lights out and for me in this series the x factor is going to be desmond bain i think he's going to pop off i think he's gonna have a couple 20 30 point games so guys buy your rookie cards now before they go up higher <laughs> yeah but, but he's not a rookie though right well no but you can buy I, yeah, yeah true yeah but, any, I know, but anyways yeah, i know what you mean before before he's a full you know before he's a fully a star 100 star exactly buy the cart now because next year it's gonna be too expensive <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, I, I, get, i get it i get it yeah for so, sure but yeah i, get, I can that. see it yeah I, i like him too That's a good. That's a good thing. And something that um, we haven't spoken about, you know, um, neither D'Angelo nor Anthony can defend Jamal Rand properly, in my opinion. Um, no, but they're gonna have. They're gonna have. And um, if we're, if we're, if yeah, but still, Beverly is too small for Jam. And Beverly's cool, but he's too small for Jam, in my opinion. You know, um, the thing is that um, if we're saying, and I think that's a that's a fair assessment that Cat is basically the most important player on the on the Timberwolves team, still. He's gonna have a trouble because of you know Stephen Adams and um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Very two good defenders. Jaron Jackson can defend you know on the perimeter as well. So uh, it's gonna be tough for Cat. So yeah. And the thing is with Cat too, and the last thing I'll say is he's really not a smart IQ basketball player, and I think that's ultimately gonna hurt him in the long run in this playoff series. And I think mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson Jr. will be able to use that to his advantage. And I can see Cat fouling out at least once during the series. Yeah, and then even even if you know if one of these guys has an off day or something like that, you you still have a couple of good players coming off the bench who can easily fill in fill the void. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, sure. next up, Warriors Nuggets, the third seed against the six seed Nuggets. Um, Maybe surprising to you, but I have Warriors no. Warriors okay. in five. Clear oh. cut. I don't see wow. any chance for the Denver Nuggets in that series. Um, I don't. Steph is healthy. He is back, um, and I don't think there will be much talking about. Uh, I'm, Joker is going to win one game for sure by himself. But other than that, without uh, Michael Porter Jr., without um, Jamal Murray, no chance. I got scared for a second. I thought you were going to say the nah. Nuggets, and I was like, I, I love thought, Jokic. I thought but, it's yeah. going to be. Cl- A lot of people think probably it's closer in, no, than I have no, it because I have them no. in five and that's it. I have Warriors in six, so I'm not too far off. The only reason I have them in six is because I know that Jokic will seal them in a game and I know that there'll be one role player that will pop off one game that might seal a game as well and just go ballistic and win by a bit. But even I even told this to a couple of my buddies, even if Curry's not playing, I still have the Warriors in six or seven. And to me, they're just a far superior team. They have so much more experience than Jokic. Jokic is human. He's about to get burnt out. I mean, I know he's been extremely consistent all season, 
with everything, which is a big factor into why he's most probably going to win MVP. But I just I, I can't see Jokic doing this over a seven game series, especially when you have good switching switch uh, defenses. You can have Draymond on it. Yeah. You could switch. I, I just could help you. I just I, I don't I don't see I don't play see of defenses anyway. Different type of beast. It is true. Yeah. And no yeah. way. And and besides, um, I, I I think they might have trouble without Steph, but he's back, so that's not up for discussion. Uh, Clay has been averaging twenty nine points in the past ten games or something like that. Almost thirty points per game. He looks like in shape for the at the perfect moment. You know. Um, right. Draymond has has had a couple of games to find back his groove, you know, after his lengthy absence. We we all know that Steph does not need much time, you know. <laughs> no, he really um, doesn't. So yeah, and Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole has been phenomenal as of late. He's and a machine. This season, he's great. So yeah, and and as you said, there's so many good role players that that can fill in that can defend you know you have you have gary payton the j number two or whatever junior he's great and he's a great defender you, you still have like someone like andre godala who can still defend easily you know he's a good defender still even though he's maybe lost a, a step or two but still you know that entire team is is so well balanced um and i think the the record you know it speaks it, it kind of speaks a lot of people don't have him on their on their uh, you know on on their list anymore as, as a real contender because of injuries. And they had a couple of bad games and off nights, but in my opinion, uh, they just got healthy at the right moment and they'll be a full threat to any team who are going to play them. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that when Steph gets hot, he's hot. Steph can literally average 35, 40 points in the playoffs and it'll be like, like nothing to him. So mm -hmm. that's that. But with that said, I think we can go to the jazz. Yeah. Mavs and I wanted to hand the floor to you first because I know you're a big Mavs yeah. guy and I wanted to kind of hear okay first of all let yeah. me just say I'm oh, good I, I'm sorry I'm sorry no This worries sucks. no Luca no party I have the Jazz in six um no bias here um I don't know when he'll be back if he'll be back how he'll be back the first two games it looks bad so that's a two two zero series win elite for the Jazz if he'll come back I don't know how healthy he'll be um, it's a Luca team. The team will only be. I mean, they have been very great in the last ever since the also. Let's say ever since the year calendar year 2022, they've been phenomenal. But um, it's a one one trick pony, <laughs> basically. And they have good role players, but you know that's what it is. Role players. They don't have another star. They only have no. Luca, who's one of the best players in the league, and who who's the best. Uh, future prospect in the league still he's been in, insane uh I, i still think the nba is to blame because those motherfuckers rescinded his uh his uh, 16th technical without that technical uh with that technical he wouldn't have played in the last in the last game of the season um and he couldn't have you know he wouldn't have been injured so it's it's tough luck but injuries are part of the game um yeah i don't think the jazz are a very good team this season They have a lot of problems. Um, I think they'll blow it off anyways after the season, you know, because if they beat the Mavs, I'll already, already reach a bit forward. They won't they won't advance any any round further than that. No. Um, there's going to be another couple of choke games probably by, by Mitchell or by Gobert. Um, the, those two, they won't ever get to, you know, find together again. And you see it on the court. It's just like... 
Yeah, they have to break it off. You know, either either Gobert or Mitchell, one has to go, and I think they'll they'll take they'll make that step in the off season. Um, they have to, but um, for a Lucas uh, Mavs, it'll be enough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I have Jazz in six. I think Jazz go up two zip in the series, and then Luca fights back and maybe wins in game three, and then they. It's 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 really unfortunate because I really think that the Mavs. Because the Mavs play Luca's strength, right? Like they they just play very very well as a unit with Luca, and I feel like they could have maybe done some damage in further rounds, legitimately. Because I think that the Jazz, and I'm not kidding when I say this, have the worst defense in anyone in the playoffs. They are so bad defensively, so bad. Yeah, yeah. they have. They, yeah, they <clears> have. <throat> they, they they have the Gobert, but defensively they are terrible i think their best like on ball defender is royce o'neal and if that's the case and you're in the playoffs yikes mm. you know and the fact and, and they're gonna win around just because they're playing against let's be honest a bunch of role players just like you said it yeah but you know like you said with luca it's a whole different story um i i 100%. always compare i like to i always compare the uh the mavs and the and the bulls but for not the obvious reasons or the unobvious reasons but i think what the chicago bull uh, not the bulls heat what the miami heat are Uh, defensively, the the Mavs are offensively, or maybe maybe in general, um, Luca 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 and Jimmy are like you know counterparts. Luca is so good on offense, Jimmy is so good on defense, and they're the star of the team. And all the other ones, I mean, you can make the argument that Bam Adebayo is a star. Fair enough, he is. But but both teams, other than their star player, are so well balanced. You know, they have everything they need. They have shooting, they have defense, they have passing, they have everything they need. But um. Luca is far more important to the Mavs than Jimmy is to the uh, Heat, so they they just can't compensate that. Yeah, 100% agree with you there. And and if Luca plays, it's Mavs in five, but that's not the case. So I gotta go. I gotta um, go. Jazz I, I, five might be a big bit harsh too. Six or seven, but Utah. not five. Five Utah. is too harsh. I mean, hey, we, we we we've had that discussion when we talked about uh, awards earlier this season, and. Um, I said that Gobert is a better player than Donovan Mitchell, and you you were against that argument, and you you made the argument for Mitchell, and I, I still, still think I still think Mitchell is one of the most overrated players in the entire NBA. Uh, he's 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 not a star, um, and I'll fight anyone. Wow. wow. Yeah. I, Listen, I, I, a, by the way, wow. I'd love for for the possible Gobert Luca pairing if that somehow were possible for the Mavs to to. It's hard and it's almost not possible with the assets they have and, and the cap. But um, if that could become a reality, that'd be the perfect fit. Well, you want the you want the Mavs to get worse. <laughs> I want the Mavs to get the best defender in the NBA. Yes, fully. Okay. I don't remember Giannis going there. But anyways, yeah, that's a topic for a different day. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I'm not saying anything against Giannis. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's let's move on yeah, to the conference exactly. uh, semis next round, um, and then I mean we don't have to discuss too much about it because it's just like hypotheticals. Exactly. Now uh, we don't know for sure. Um, let's stay in the West though. Um, Western conference semis. How about the Phoenix Suns versus the Utah Jazz? I'm, I reckon that. Um, That story will be told quickly by judging by how we talked about the Jazz and the Suns earlier. I have him in six, and I bet you don't have him in six, but no, more I like in five <laughs> or, or maybe even four. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have Suns in five. I okay. I have, I have Suns in five. I mean, Suns are just 
too deep and they're going to they are going to expose every defensive <laughs> hole and liability on that Jazz team. There's going to be guys that you would not have even expected to have big games. You're going to have a big game from a guy like JaVale McGee and you could have you could have a big game from guys like Landry Shamet, guys that you don't even think would be able yeah. to contribute. So well, for me, for me, it's not it's not even close. Not even close and I nah, think the Jazz are going to win one. Close. I think Jazz are going to win one cuz Donovan Mitchell is going to go you know, crazy one game. So that's what kind of like has me in peace with the Luca injury. That um, I never, I, I wouldn't have seen the Mavs have a chance against the Phoenix Suns any either of us. You know, so no. um, it would have been a second round exit with Luca. So you know, I can I can live with that. Yeah, the, not, not really an analysis here. Suns in five. That's my that's yeah. My yeah yeah. We agree. Um, Warriors Grizzlies. I think that. Might be a bit more exciting than the other one. Uh, I still, I'm still going with the Warriors. Relatively clear. I have, I haven't been six, four games to two for the Warriors. Um, how about you? I like where you went, but I don't like the amount of games. I've Warriors in seven. I. Yes, I uh, it's okay. Fair I, enough. Warriors in seven. I mean, you can't, you can't sleep on this Grizzlies team. I mean, they're just so. I, I'm not sleeping on them, but that it's a conference semis, and that's where the experience really kicks in, um, and that's why I don't have them in seven. I, I have them in six. Very fair. I mean, the reason I have them in seven is because I know that if it goes to game seven, even if it's at Memphis, I know Warriors are winning that game 100% just because of experience. But it could really go either way. But I do see Grizzlies go to distance with this team. They mm -hmm. could absolutely make games very, very tight and win a couple. If not even three, so yeah, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it being close um, because of because I haven't seen them play in the playoffs yet. You know, because I mean last year, but they haven't. They haven't. They had. They're not as experienced. And and right, you know, you know, you need at least one experienced leader to be successful in the playoffs, and they don't have that one. And that's why I think the first round uh, because they're so good, they obviously beat the Wolves, but then it's uh, against an experienced team in the playoffs. I don't, I just don't see them uh, advance or have a chance, you know. But yeah, we'll see how it pans out. Maybe it'll come differently. Uh, let's let's head over to the East Conference semis in the East, and I think those will be more exciting than in the West because. 100%. The East is more exciting than the West, because even in the first For round. Sure. It's crazy. And um, For sure. I have the Heat versus the Sixers. You have the Heat versus the Raptors, um, right? Yes. I, 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 have, I think we still have the same outcome. Even Pretty though you're, you're a Raptors fan, I think uh, I have the Heat in six, and you probably have the Heat in six as well, right? Let yeah, guess. the Heat yes. in six, yeah. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> yeah, what's there to say? I mean, uh, I, I, I think... The Raptors, the Heat are basically the worst opponent the Raptors can play. Yeah, they, they they'd have a better chance against the Bucks or the Nets than they have against 100%. the Miami Heat. And that's 100%. not because I'm saying the Heat are better than the Nets or the Bucks, but just you know matchups and and system. The Heat are the toughest opponent the the Raptors can face, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the problem here is that they're too similar. These two teams. I mean. They 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 literally have a very similar model where they don't yeah. necessarily have one all star and they just have a lot of really good supporting cast guys who can play their strengths and play offense, play defense, uh, you know, rebound, protect the rim, shoot, spacing. But ultimately, I got to give it to the Heat. I mean, the Heat are just too deep. But 
honestly, like no bias aside, I don't think the Raptors could win. But if it goes to seven, it's not something that would surprise me. But mm-hmm. I do think that he, I do think the Heat, regardless of the of how many games will win the series. Yeah, for, for me, the, for, for me, the same with the Sixers. I mean, I don't yeah. have the Raptors. I have the Sixers, but still, it's 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 for the same reasons, you know, especially the defensive side of the game. Uh, heat all the way. All right, Nets Bucks. <laughs> it's gonna gonna be Nets Bucks all over again. I mean, last year it was one shoe size too much for KD's feet to advance. Um, now he has Kate. Kyrie back and and I think that's what's gonna take put them over the edge and uh, the defending champions are having a second round exit in my predictions wow. and wow. I have, yeah I have the Nets uh, over the Bucks in seven games. Man, I was I was chawing back and forth. I wrote Nets in seven and then I wrote Bucks in seven and then I wrote Nets in seven. But I think the consensus is that we know this is going a distance. Yeah, yeah, and that's I'm gonna really be tough. hoping. I'm really hoping that this series actually becomes a reality because... Mm. Uh, well, no, I'm cheering for the Celtics. I'm still cheering for the Celtics. Ah, uh, I mean, Lenny. Hey, a Celtics-Bucks series will be as equally exciting. Come on, man. That's that's very true. But regard, regard like, it's so tough because if... It is, Nets, it is. Because if you have, let's say, if you have Celtics and... If you have Celtics-Bucks, I have the Bucks. Yeah. If you have Nets-Bucks, I have... Uh, You have the Bucks too. <laughs> oh, it's so tough. I, I I had the Bucks, but I'm going to switch it to the Nets. The ah, reason come on, being, man. life switch. <laughs> yeah, the reason 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 being is just because <laughs> life switch. I just I just think I just think Nets are a lot hungrier than the Bucks. No, that's no testament to the Bucks. The Bucks could fully repeat and win the championship again this year and make the finals. But Nets are just. I think this Nets squad this season is significantly better than last season's without Simmons. Add Simmons to that team, but mm. if Simmons isn't healthy and Simmons doesn't play in the first round or second round, yeah, that's round, different. That's Fox. different. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm with you. That's a Ben Simmons type scenario. Without Ben Simmons, I, 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 I have the Bucks in in favor as well, in my opinion, because again, we know he's undefendable, but there's no one on the Nets who can defend Giannis. You know. No, I mean, Simmons can at least neutralize him and let him have 30 points instead of 50. 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's nuts. But yeah, I got, I got the Nets in seven as well. All right, cool. So that brings us to the conference finals. Uh, let's stay East. Heat, Nets, both for us, you know. Um, yeah. I'll let you go first this time. Oh, I wanted to hear what you had to say. But it sucks to say it, but I sucks for... For me, because I'm a big KD fan, but I've heat in seven. I just, uh, it's they're too deep for me. They're too deep, and and they spacing and defense wise, they can lock down. Like Lowry is so important in the playoffs. Butler, mm. we've seen what he's done in the playoffs. Mm. Bam is an elite defender in the playoffs. Not to mention, you have all these guys that are gonna come off the bench as role players and just play really good. Yeah, PJ Tucker too, who can switch. Like it just, Tyler, it's too, it, it's it's hero who's gonna get you a 30 point game a couple 30 point it just it's mm. it's too tough i mean it, it yeah he and yeah. seven for me it, it's just it's tough for me it's six games but nets i have nets in six over the heat wow. um wow. it's uh i don't i don't see the heat making the finals um we've seen it before when there's let let them lose two games and they'll you know there's gonna be trouble within the team we've seen it before the heat are not like a cohesive unit. There's some edges and, you know, that heat culture that could also, you know, what mostly is beneficial that could also be a problem in the playoffs. 
the so-called heat culture. And I think the Nets, if healthy, um, I mean, the, 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 the Heat are a good defensive team, but no one can stop KD on that team. Oh, I completely disagree with you there. Because as much as KD is probably the most unguardable man nah, ever. Come on, Bam is not... I, no, I, I'm putting Jimmy on KD. Nah, and I think, I think, come I think, on, man, you're crazy. Think, no fucking you. way, never. That's the worst match, matchup ever. You have to put Bam on KD. Come on, man. You, Jimmy can't defend KD. Nah. It's, it's, so, it's so tough. Not in a seven-game series. It, it's, Come on, it's, man. So it's so tough because they can legit switch from PJ to Bam to Jimmy. I said, and that's what I think is going to take it. PJ Tucker is going to have the, the lion's share of, of defense uh, work on, on KD. Um, and KD easily can go for 50 every night. Yeah, yeah, no debate, and Kyrie also. And but Kyrie I, can too, yeah, and that's why. The I mean, it's basically offense versus defense in that series. Legit. Um, and um, I think we, we while many people say defense wins championships, that's an old saying. We're living in the 2020s where offense is king, and that's why I'm saying offense wins championship this year, and that's why I'm going going Nets over Heat. I mean, listen, I hope you're right. I'm a, I love KD, but I just – I, I, I can't see it. I also see with with the coaching. <laughs> I, mean, Spolstra, I mean, Spolstra is just such a better coach than 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 Steve Nash is, and they well, just, we haven't seen Nash in, in in a situation like that yet. You know, in, that, well, that, well, that's why. I mean, I'm take I'm going to take yeah, the no, no, guy. You're fully right. Besides, Spolstra is one of the best coaches. You can make the argument that he's the best coach in the past ten years. You know, in the in the NBA. Um, and and you probably would not be wrong saying that. And I'll say one more thing before we go out to the West. I think there's absolutely no way that Drummond can guard Bam. I think there's absolutely no way. And I think nah, that Bam not, that never. Series, Drummond can't defend a paper plane. Come on, let's be serious. Not anymore. Here. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, he no, was Drummond is one of the team. best defenders ever. He 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 was a bad defender in Detroit when he and when he was in still like an okay okay uh, center, you know. At least on no, he was rebounding. He was, but he's not a yeah. good defender. He's never been a good defender. No, and that's the thing with the Nets is that they don't have any good defenders other than that's Simmons. That's the problem. The yeah, I, I see. That's, that's why, why that's I'm why. saying. You know, without Ben Simmons, obviously, it might the 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 Nets would not make the conference finals. But right. um, with Ben Simmons, you know, when they if they beat the Bucks, they beat the Heat. That's just what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I also look at it like this, and we'll go to the West. I mean, the Nets. Do you really see them beating? Every single top seed in in the East. I mean, they'd be beating the Celtics, the number two seed. They'd be beating the Bucks, number three it's seed. It's gonna be, be tough, yeah. Number three seed. It's that's why I just I I can't see it. I can't see them beating every single top. Those are the yeah, three top right. five teams in the league. That's but, why. But I think that their odds are better against the Heat than they are against the Celtics and the Bucks, in my opinion. Wow. Wow! Yeah. So wow. if they if they if they if they have a uh, if they lose a series, it's not gonna be that one. It's gonna be one of the prior ones. You know. Wow. Yeah, well, that's a that's a great <laughs> that's a great segue to the West. <laughs> it is, um, no surprise for me. Suns over Warriors in six. No surprise for me either. Out of the same, but I was thinking it could go to seven just because the Warriors. It could. Experience. It could. It could. I but mean, I think Suns. I think Suns. Yeah. I no, nothing to discuss. Let's move over to the finals because uh, who doesn't like finals? I'll certainly be there um, wherever. I'm already excited. So I'll have Phoenix against Brooklyn. You have Phoenix against the Miami Heat. You have the top dogs of the of of the uh, East and the West play against each other in the finals. 
Um, I have a seven seed make the finals, which is a rarity. <laughs> Pretty crazy, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but the craziness stops there because I have the Suns in six. Okay, so at least Lenny came a bit back to his human senses. <laughs> I mean, listen, I have so many scenarios in that in that playoff picture and in my playoff bracket, and I've gone back and forth on a couple of series. But the outcome that the Suns will take uh, will be the 2022 NBA champions has always been the same in every yeah. bracket I filled out yeah. because they're so good and they're Nasty. so far better than any other team in the league this season that I'd be really, really surprised if they... If they didn't win the championship, I mean that'd be it'd be like you know uh, the the how many games did they win seventy three seventy three Warriors they didn't win and that's a huge that was a huge surprise and it'll be almost the same kind of surprise for me if the Suns won't win the championship this year. And it's crazy because the NBA has been so balanced the past two three seasons, like extremely balanced. Where you, I think it's the first time I've done a playoff bracket and legitimately seen so many yeah. teams legit almost eight teams that can make the finals or that can make a run so it's tough but ultimately i got suns and seven i mean we haven't really went too much in depth on them because people have been watching them but i will go a bit now just because it is the finals i mean the suns bench the hot take the suns bench unit would make the playoffs their bench unit their bench they have like a 12 12 guys that can contribute that are really good NBA players. Not to mention, they do have some injuries. And by the way, Mikal Bridges, that guy is a machine. That guy is a beast. And I think he's going to lock up any opposing team's best player. And when I say lock up, I mean clamp up. And it's the Heat are so good. The Nets are so good. But whoever the Suns face in the finals, I just think they're going to win. But I do think it's going to be six or seven. I don't think they're going to... Yeah, I have, have six. A I mean, it's the finals. Um, the East is so tough that I think uh, whoever comes out on the East has played more games than uh, the Suns have, you know? And that's 100%. something that, that might be a factor as well, you know? Especially in yeah. the later games, if we're saying game five, game six in the finals, uh, that's where the fatigue kicks in as well, you know? Someone might be injured and that's basically... Um, yeah, that's always some some factor to be considered, you know? So... Um, that that'll probably help them eventually, but um, you know it might come differently. They might be in for a first round exit against the Pelicans. Nah, they're not. But I mean, it's, <laughs> anything goes. You know, uh, it's gonna be exciting players. I'm so stoked. Um, yeah, I, really, I'm I'm hyped, man. Yeah, these playoffs are gonna be nuts. I mean, I'm so excited to get it started today. It's gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna it's be. Gonna, it's gonna be time consuming, which is nice. True. It's a good. It's a good distraction. I'm gonna be doing the first two games, you know, uh, via Zoom this this uh, tonight, you know, or today for for uh, non-Europeans, you know. So yeah, it's it's st nice. it's good that it still be you know the possibility, even though we're mainly post-pandemic, that it's still a possibility to do that from 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 home. And then um, yeah, I'll 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 make my way over to to the finals and hope for. A seven game series. I mean, if, if I'm honest, you know, and considering the off days, I hope uh, the Heat make it over the Nets because I'd rather spend my off day at South Beach than in Brooklyn. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I hope you are playing. Or, play or Phoenix, right? Yeah, I mean, Phoenix in the, yeah, in, in, the, in the desert. So, I mean, I'd rather be in, Sa in San Francisco as well than in Phoenix. So, I mean, a Warriors uh, Heat matchup, that'd be nice uh, off day wise, you know? <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> 
here's here's a question for you if we get there. But let's say Suns do win the championship. Who's your Finals MVP? Who you got? That that's 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 a really tough question because I think uh, it depends. You know, the CP3 narrative. They they probably would want him to win, but. Um, I said it earlier. I think this this uh, we're in the 2022, so offense beats defense. I think if the Suns win the championship, my my, my uh, MVP will be Devin Booker. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. I, I love I love CP3, and yeah. I think he's the real MVP on that team. I think he is the real MVP. I on mean, that yeah, team, it's but... it's 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 debatable because you know when he was out, they still beat everybody. You know, so uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the impact he's having is insane. Let's put it fair and square. He's he's one of the best guards, uh, one of the best point guards ever, top three. Yeah, um, and all top his five, career, top five. all his top three, and all his career is, is is all all that's missing is a ring, and he's gonna get this one this year. And I'm I'm very, I think a lot of people will be very happy for him if if it if it happens that way, you know. Knock on wood. Let's hope so. I yes, mean, sir. I would love to see CP3 get a ring. Yes, sir. So that's a good final statement. I think uh, CP3 ring, good end to the season. Um, yeah, hey, let's let's find out how it turns out. We'll start in in a couple of hours. Um, we just recorded it. It's Saturday already, so when you hear that, it's basically brand new and fresh. Um, and yeah, enjoy the playoffs. We we certainly will, and we hope for a couple of exciting games and a couple of exciting series, maybe a couple of game sevens, and some crazy games, right? Yes, sir, guys. Yes, sir. Yeah, guys, make the best out of this time. It's be- it's beautiful weather outside wherever. We're- you are. I don't know if you're in in hot places or not, but <laughs> yeah, make yeah, the best it's, of it. It's nice here, at least. I don't care go, about the rest. Go of the chill. World. Go chill with your friends. Go watch <laughs> the playoffs. This this yes. is the playoffs that you do not want to miss. I agree. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll meet up. I mean, we'll meet up before, but we'll meet up uh, at the end of the season to talk about our brackets and see who who was. More wrong than the other. <laughs> yeah, Lenny. Yeah, we're, we're, maybe maybe we'll do a small wager on the side there for sure. <laughs> All right, take care, buddy, um, and thank you guys for listening. Um, it always helps us if you if you you know give us a follow and and rating on whatever platform you're using for podcast. Um, yeah, hope you had uh, as much fun as we did because we certainly did have a lot of fun, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thanks.